Let's go. Follow me. All these snitches calling me. All your girls be calling me. No, don't like you. Agree to disagree. I'm proud of this and I'm proud of me. I'm the man with the master key. Open doors, my devotees. Got these expertise. Follow me. All these snitches calling me. All your girls be calling me. No, don't like you. Agree to disagree. Alright, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Open doors, my devotees got these expertise. Follow me, all these snitches call me. All your girls be three, one, go. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's get recording. Red No Crate, episode five. This is Adam Layton, your host, joined by Jack the Hunter, Thomas the Dowd, Kieran the Tool. Uh, back after a three week hiatus, which has, you know, uh, constantly been pinned as my fault, even though there are three others in this chat room right now. That uh, were already though. Cap, I've seen one message in the last three weeks saying let's record, and that was the other week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've gone blind, mate, but I pretty much sent one every week going what's yeah. going on. But yeah. <laughs> no. well, Hunt is in charge of scheduling. No, Hank, yeah, Hunt is I've, in charge of scheduling. I've sent you messages. Cap, when? When? Show me these messages. You've got you've got listeners to send me DMs like Isaac. Exactly. Have you said Isaac the Bible? Yeah, exactly. Is that not like the Bible? Isaac the Bible. Nah. Yeah, did right. you actually chat? Yeah, and I've yeah, asked, yeah. Dad. Have I not asked you every training session? Oh, have you talked to Adam because he hasn't put anything in the chat? So I don't know if he's seeing them or not. <sighs> Adam's, Adam's gone rogue. Look, he's gone rogue. But he's alright. Okay, not having the podcast because now we do have the podcast, so let's make the use of that. Exactly, time. exactly. So that's, true. I was about to say that. So, yeah, it's been three weeks. Um, I'd like to start one one thing that I've just we haven't really planned this podcast out at all, really, listeners. But I've just one thing a callback to episode four, which I've just discussed um, this evening actually, because I was talking to Lorenz about the potty and how it's all going, and I spoke to them about last episode where we talked about. Um, how he figured out where babies came from, you know, that classic gag. And I mentioned to her that a quick Google told us that we didn't know where babies came from until 1875, right? Fact check on that. Um, we knew, uh, the human race knew that uh, babies came from sex for thousands of years before 1875, but 1875 was the year that we figured out how it actually worked as in you know we figured out sperm goes through vagina to egg boom yeah before we were just like if you do this which is segs then you'll have this which is a baby so (laughs) so for um, those of you who don't know what adam is doing he's making really weird hand gestures so just ignore that that's clearly cradling i'm cradling a baby Mate, it looks like you're sloshed in a ra- in the middle of a mosh pit in a rave. Wait, okay, yeah. okay. Look at the mosh pit it goes like this, brother. No, moving <laughs> right. on. Where, where, what are the clubs like in Sydney, man? Moving on swiftly, talking about cradling a baby. Dow, do you want to go into your misdemeanor? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really? talking about that. That, no chance. <laughs> I mean, I've just you said that. To, you might as well. Is going to be a Thomas Dow Jr.? Oh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> hello. No, it's... Come on. Uh, everyone's been there, but... 
if everyone's been there, then you can say, I literally have no idea what you're talking about, man. I'm going to be honest. So, like, don't you reckon, like, some chicks just look, like, re- like quite mature for their age? Oh, 100%. And often, this is becoming very prominent in today's society. And um, today, I was, um, there's this girl at this, like, running um, thing that me and Jack had. I'm like, oh, like, she's pretty hot, like... And I told Jack, oh, look at her, like, she's hot. And then we looked at the results, and she was, like, 16. Yep. Oh, been there. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> it's, it's 100% been there. The, and I was like, oh, what the heck? Like, and then, like, because we were thinking, like, she's probably, like, not 18. No, hang on. Hang no, on. no, 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 no. No, you that happens all the time. He's man. using oh, real we're... general terms here. I don't want to be included in the story at all. When I got to the event, no, you can't put that in, Jack. No, <laughs> I won't say what he said, but it, it, this was his. This was entirely doubt. All right, I'm 22. I had nothing to do with this. You gotta bleep this. I wasn't. You gotta bleep this. <laughs> I'm bleeping a lot, mate. Don't you worry. Well, oh, no, that like that happens all the time. Have you seen that classic video? I think KSI made it. There's, it's a KSI video from like two or three years ago, and he does this video where he does where he does these online quizzes where he has to guess these chicks at ages. It's actually a very funny video, and there's like these chicks, and it's like, oh, you know, they're at least nineteen, and it's like fifteen years old, because yeah, like chicks just look so much older. And he's literally like, you need a passport, man, because they've all got fake IDs. You literally need a passport to be like you're of age, because you can't trust IDs anymore. But that happens all the time, man. It happened to me the other week. I, I was like at a at the footy, saw some bird. I was like, shoo, god damn. And then I was like, she's probably like 12. And then turned out she was in year 11. And I was like, That's oh, exactly okay. what I said to <laughs> I, I, I literally was like, was like, I was like, shoo. And then immediately felt bad. I was like, That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. And then I found out she was in year 11. And I was like, okay, as an 18 year old, she's only two years younger. That's. Not great, but you know, it can work. That's okay. It's okay. That can work. <laughs> that can work. I, uh, one of our best mates, um, Maxi, is dating a year eleven right now. So yeah. like, it can be done. Like it's okay. But yeah, no, definitely, that happens. Yeah. Anyone else got a misdemeanor? Well, actually, we have. We haven't actually po- had a podcast since we had the misdemeanor about the misdemeanor. Oh, yep. Haven't. Yep. Yeah. So, listeners, explain that, Adam. This segment's, I'm, I'm acting, I'm acting right now because um, this segment has actually been ruined for me by my evil sister, who a few weeks ago had um some friends over to sit around a fire that's in my fire pit, which you know I didn't really say thanks for using, but that's alright. Let them use it anyway. Um. And they just wanted to take the piss out of my podcast. And because my sister's two years older than me, folks, and one thing that her and her friends have always done, always since as long as I can remember, they love belittling me. You know, they love making me feel younger. They love making me feel dumb. Uh, Yeah, they just – and so they listened to the podcast and they took the piss out of all of us boys. They took the piss out of all of us. They did go to town on Hunter for mispronouncing the word surrogate. Um, they they tore him to shreds for that, and in the, in the heat of the moment, like that, she didn't want to be named. My sister, um, 
my sister uh, <laughs> not bleeping it. <laughs> he uh, told me exactly what a misdemeanor is. So I now know the meaning of the word, which takes out the beauty of this segment. And it, it made me very frustrated. And um, she, she did apologize after um, a lengthy debate. You boys tried to get on my back and help me out, but I'm going to be honest, did very little. Hey, I help uh, no, no, on that, on that. The Hunter mes- jumped on the call and was like, this is literally a quote from Hunter in this exact voice. <laughs> I I just, I, I don't fucking care, man. I don't even fucking care. I was like, <laughs> that's not, that doesn't help, man. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't hold up in a court of law. If you were being charged with murder and you were like, I just don't fucking care, man. Like, you need to defend yourself, brother. Think- and you didn't defend yourself at all. Thing is, I wasn't up for murder and... All I did was send you messages for you to tell your sister, not show her the messages. And I did. I did. I did tell. I did why did tell you? Wh- I why did out. she know they were from me? No, no, no. She wanted to hear from you because you were the one who said surrogate as surrogate. Well, then I still don't care. Yeah. You see, <laughs> well, this the thing is, has she, that, what does she do with her time? In her, she's in her fourth year third or fourth year studying law she got like a 93 ATAR um you know all I'm hearing is debt all I'm hearing is debt mate all I'm hearing is debt (laughs) what has she achieved yeah that's a great question I mean she's achieved a lot academically but no one really cares about that I guess so When, when you leave school not but that no, but okay. Look, no one cares about that. But achieving a lot academically really isn't our strong, strong area. So she really kind of tore me to shreds, especially because she had another friend, who, you know, they they both just ganged up on me, and I was like, outnumbered, I was outnumbered, and like flustered, and it was very emotional because you know I just found out the meaning of the word misdemeanor. I was obviously you know on the brink of tears and very flustered and Adam, discombobulated. I can't, I can't I was... even explain how angry I am right now. Like, I, Because I, she's definitely the type of person that I just... Real, yeah. real book smart, oh, real smart, real oh. brainy, brainy with like brackets. But like in life, she's probably the biggest... And... Look, I... I, I, I just, just jump in, Kieran, quickly. I do I do love my sister, love her very much, and I wish good things for her in the future. But she does love... She does love to make me feel dumb. She does love to point out every single one of my flaws. And the one thing that's most frustrating about her is that she remembers everything. Every stuff up I've ever had or every, every time I've said something and then instantly re-corrected myself... She she holds on to it forever, she holds on to it forever. I, I but every time she stuffs up, I just forget it because I'm not I don't pay that much. And she has stuffed up, but I just can't think of times. But she definitely has. There's one time in particular that she still brings up. I reckon it was 2014 or 15, so nearly <laughs> six six five years ago, five six years ago. I will admit this was very dumb what I said, but she still brings it up. And I did I literally instantly recorrected myself. This is what I said. And I was like, I was like, what, eleven or twelve? And I said, "Is an egg a vegetable?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's not." And to this very day, 
she still like comes up she's like oh says the guy who asked if an egg's a vegetable like is an egg a vegetable you're so dumb like how thick are you like shut up man i literally instantly recorrected myself as soon as i finished my sentence like i literally finished my sentence i was like no that's not right like and it's been six years at least and she's still bringing it up like shut your mouth <laughs> shut your mouth i don't i don't care i don't, I care. don't care shut I up i just don't care like oh my god bruh oh my god and she just makes me feel so stupid and then because i'm the youngest child the parents just laugh at me too they're like oh like you ever like you know you're the youngest child when you know my family's again we're boomers <clears throat> they love doing like the quiz in the paper every saturday right so there's all these questions and you know you're the youngest child when a question's read out and the parents go, oh, Adam, like, you'll know this. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you don't know any of the other ones. And then it's like, oh, um, what is Shrek's wife's name in the Shrek movies? And they'll be like, Adam, you know this. And I'm like, Fiona. Fiona. Like, obviously it's Fiona, but like, come on. I know the other ones too, man. Like, that's, I'm like, when Ashley says things like, oh, it's an egg a vegetable, like, mum and dad would be like, oh, bless him. And I know it comes from a place of love, but Ashley's doesn't. Oh, my <laughs> sister doesn't. She, <laughs> she just likes getting joy out of out of belittling me and making me feel dumb. And it's just like, you know, I never do that. I never do that to her. Anyway, that, that's that's my that's my two cents, and I'm sorry to the listeners, but I won't and I won't spoil it for the others. None of the other boys know what Mr. Mina means, but I now know what it means, and um, I'm just gonna have to put on a front because I want this is a famous segment of the podcast. So I'm just gonna have to keep pretending and try and um try and forget what it means, really. But I don't, that's easier said than done. All right, back to um what I was thinking of saying. Yeah, about sorry, man. No, no, you're right. Um, yeah. About 20 minutes ago. I think it was about three hours ago I was going to say. No. I just got in it, guys. I'm sorry, man. We really got into it. Like, we really understand Adam's family now. I feel like the little listeners really understand the family dynamic and understand that the sister's a bit of a dickhead. Um, I feel like I'm in the family, to be honest. I'm kind of upset. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I feel personally offended by, by this sister. Like, how dare she? Anyway, back to the important stuff. I feel like that there's a lot of people out there that are very against taking risks. I've had this conversation with Jack in detail a couple of times. There's a lot of really weak people out there that are really afraid of taking risks and will never try anything because they are afraid of failing. And they're the kind of people that limit themselves. There are people that will literally tell me you shouldn't do that because you could fail. I'm looking at them like, so the only way that you'd ever do something is if it's it's if it's safe and you know you're gonna do it. Like you're pretty pretty limited because you're not real. Like you're never gonna, you know, all those dreams that you had as a kid or those dreams that you have now, you're never gonna go near them. And you know what? Most people that are successful fail hundreds and thousands of times before they get there. They their their success is built on failure. There is no success without failure. And I'm being real serious here that i think there's a lot of people that need to wake up and realize that there's more to life than just having a degree that's a piece of paper or just having a job or just having a certain amount of money because at the end of the day there are people that earn 100 200 300 grand a year and they hate their job and they'll never earn anything more than two or 300 grand a year because they don't invest in themselves they don't invest in the stock market 
They don't look at their own business. They don't try to find creative ways to make more money. There's no creativity or entrepreneurship. There's no trying harder. It's all just, it's like playing Monopoly. But you, all you do is go around the board and collect the $200. You never invest in the properties. You never try and make buy appreciating assets. That's that's why so many people in life are broke because we were trying, we rely on society, social credit to make us happy. If we, we want to do, a lot of us, what other people want us to do and that's the way we feel accepted. And that is why so many people are unhappy and so many people fail. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. That was actually so, beautiful. So true. Just a quick disclaimer as well. Um, agree 100% with what you said. Um, I do love my family though. Mum, dad, love you. Um, I do actually have a very loving family who care for me very much. Thomas, can you vouch for that, please? I don't know, man. <laughs> wow, you don't like mum and dad, okay? You just no, I love them. I'll tell you, you what. Just as a secondary disclaimer, to those people that are, you know, doing office jobs or degrees, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're happy and that's your goal. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are doing those kind of jobs just to single them out here for a minute that aren't happy. If your if your goal in life is to get a job with I don't know, an insurance company or as a doctor or a lawyer or as a businessman or mowing lawns, whatever that is, you do that as long as you're happy with it and as long as you are doing your best at it. And I think the problem is that there's a lot of people in careers that are both high high paying and low paying and all the way in between that they're just not happy and, and they're not putting their best self in and because of that, they're unsa- unsatisfied. I think that, we could brother. do a lot better with people being satisfied with what they do because at the end of the day i do want to earn a lot of money but i want to be satisfied with what i do and i want to enjoy it because i'm going to be doing it for most of my life let's be real you spend most of your life working so why would you do something you hate just for money when you can probably do something you love for more money so true man it's a bit life is about happiness not money some of the poorest people in the world are the happiest that's a well, not okay, not necessarily, but like, like, there are some very poor people who are very, very happy, and I've met them. So I've met some very poor people that are very happy. So I can, I can vouch for that. I think it's almost like, look, money is important. Like money does buy freedom, but it's not, it's not everything. Like you need, like financial freedom and the ability. You can't really help someone without money. So and you can't help yourself without money. So I think money is important, but I don't think sacrificing happiness, mental health like family, important relationships for money is right. I think you, I think there's got to be a priority list in your life. If you look at Elon Musk, for example, who is the richest person on earth at the moment, he still finds time to spend it with his kids, spends his weekends and his weekdays with his kids. So he's, he's got, he's, he would not do things at the expense of his family, but he works hard. You've got to do both. So true. Preach. Anyone else got a, um, just to get back on track, anyone got misdemeanors? Any other misdemeanors? Sure, it's been three weeks. Surely something's happened, guys. Seriously. Oh, Wait. I've got one. I've got a really good one, actually. Yeah, go on. Far away. All right. This is a you listeners are gonna love this. So, I was on a Netflix slash stand film shoot on Friday. This is I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, I was an extra on a film called Wolf Like Me with Isla Fisher Woo! and a few other fairly famous actors, including the guy that voices Olaf in Frozen. Anyway. Oh, Josh Gid, Gad. Yes. Gad, that's Gid? 
Yeah, good. They, One anyway, of them. They, He's funny. I walked in, right? They asked me to come in a running kit. So I wore a nice running kit and they go, this is their response. They go, you look like too much of an elite runner. I'm like, thank you. That's the best thing anyone's ever said to me. And they made her a tracksuit pants and a long sleeve shirt with some H&M singlet. And they tried to make me run in Kmart shoes. I told them no and put my infinity racks back on. But anyway, <laughs> this is not even the misdemeanor. This is, it was kind of like a reverse misdemeanor, if you like, because it, it wasn't me doing anything wrong. It was just them not liking my amazing fashion sense and wanting me to look like a park runner instead. But anyway, I was, I've been talking to this girl and she's listening to this. Um, Hope you're going well. I'm not going to reveal any names or any details. But anyway, I was texting a girl um, just because we'd been talking earlier in the day and the night before, but I'd been MIA because I'd been at this film shoot all day. I just said something like, hey, I'm sorry, I've been busy all day. I'll give you a call after. Can't wait to see you soon, XX. And I accidentally sent this to mum instead of the girl. Oh, oh no. And then, no, no, no. And then get this right. I, I didn't realise this until... I sat down at the dinner table with my entire extended family of my aunties, uncles, cousins, mum and dad. Everyone was there. And mum goes, Kieran, you sent me a really strange text today. And I think it was meant for a girl. And I'm, at that stage, I'm panicking because I'm thinking, what could have I sent? Like, it could have been anything. Like, what I actually sent was quite tame. Like, I thought it was worse. <laughs> I go, oh, I might read it out. I'm literally like... I'm going to be homeless. Like, this is this is it for me. Like, <laughs> I've got to take off. And most, I need to go and win some running races because I'm going to be, like, buying, building myself a house in, like, Peru or something to get away. And she read it out and got my whole family laughing at me. So, anyway, I ended up telling this girl about it and she found it quite funny, but it was slightly embarrassing. And I would say that it is me that was a bit of a misdemeanor. Oh, that is a huge misdemeanor. That's a very good. Can we just go back to the fact though? Like, how did how did you get? So you're an extra on a Netflix show. Correct. That's did you so meet like Isla Fisher and Josh Gad? I did. That's insane. So you're like famous now, pretty much. I was, I, I, there'll be a, about a 20, 30 second scene of. <laughs> oh, sorry. You might need to bleep that out because the film's not released. Yet. I feel like we're getting a heap of trouble with that. Jack, sorry oh, yeah. guys. Um, yeah. I'll re- rephrase just stay that. a Netflix show. Yeah. Wait, are we allowed to say Josh Gad and Isla Fisher? Are we allowed yeah. to say that? Well, I'm, in, okay. I'm in a Netflix show with Josh Gad and Isla Fisher and I'll be in one of the scenes with them as an extra. You so you got to see them like full act out a scene and shit. I was, I was right next to Isla Fisher and Josh Gad. I had a chat to him. That's crazy, man. Yeah. He voices Olaf. He voices Olaf. Yeah. Brother. And Isla Fisher, what, she's been in famous stuff as well. She's yeah. like probably more famous. What's she yeah. in? It's bothering me. Is she the Australian? I love is she the so. one? Is she the one married to Borat? Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. is. She's, she's married to Borat. Surely you went up and be like, wah 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 wah. Naughty naughty. Yeah, and she's been in. Now you see me. Oh, that's her. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. In the first Very one. Nice. She's been in Scooby Doo. Yeah, she's she's real famous. Like, yeah, she's she's up there, eh? It's pretty Rango. cool. Right? And what else has Josh Gad been in? Josh Gad's, he's funny, man. He, he, he they, they were funny. Like, oh, I'll, I'll when, when this comes out, I'll be able to tell you a lot more about it because I'm under contract that I can't yeah. say anything about the scene. There's some real the funny stuff that happened. Frozen, so pixels. Funny. So, how do you pick this thing up? Yeah, what um, the hell, bro? I was contacted by a modeling agency. What the? <laughs> 
Instagram or something? They, they, um, I got an email. And they're saying also that there's another series that's a longer-term thing that I could be bigger in, potentially. So I'm going to have a think whether I want to do that or not. It's called Barons. And it's like a, like a proper ABC series. I'm not famous yet, but you never know what can happen. I feel like it's just like starting as an extra, it can open up some opportunities for you. And maybe they, oh, 100%. I'll tell you what, my mullet was really popular on the film set. I had a whole lot of people around asking me to do the mullet flick and wanted to take <laughs> photos of the mullet. <laughs> like, That's I, so I, nutty. I had runners coming up to me because they were like, they wanted some more background runners as well. Like, I mean, are you Kieran Tall? Are you guy that ran this? Oh, can you give me some advice on my running? And I'm, and I'm looking at, and the guy shows me his Strava. I'm like, mate, how about you just run 160k a week and harden up? <laughs> and bro, wow, so you're a diva. You're 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 a diva now that you're on, you know, friends with the stars. Now you're telling everyone so to harden up. I know, we see Kieran on Dancing with the Stars soon, I reckon. Oh, 100%. I reckon it's running with the stars. You just get to go for a run with me somewhere. <laughs> Wait, so how did the modelling agency know about you? Just through Instagram and shit? Or yeah, what? through... Well, I think my friend tagged me in a Facebook comment and then they checked out my Instagram and Facebook profile and then got back, kind of sent me a message. And they were like, there's this acting gig. Yeah, they were literally like, we're looking for extras in this, you know, send us some more photos of you. Um, a model, a modeling agency did that. Yeah, so I jumped on Snapchat and sent them some really nice pictures. Right, and what? Well, so did you? You just take, you know, little, erotic. What did you send them? I just did. The, I just took a <laughs> front profile and then did the mullet flick and then um, shouted said Lewis and it was all all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I sent, I sent them a few running photos and they're like, yep. Perfect. Um, we need some more runners. Let know. Let me know if you've got friends. You know, it'll pay you fairly well. Um, so yeah, I was, I, one of my friends, Georgie Purcell, was actually in that as well. I'm not gonna lie, Kieran. Your actual misdemeanor was probably the most, the least climactic part of the story. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like that was so good. <laughs> that's in. Wait. So this is in Sydney, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's filmed in Sydney. Was it out in public or like in a studio or what? No, is it, is it on the street? So there are people in public walking past, watching it and trying to work out what was going on. And Josh Gad, how do they, how do they, do they have like crowd control or something? Surely people know who Isla Fisher and Josh Gad are. It was, it was a kind of a hidden location. Like it was not a, um, it wasn't in the city or anything. It was in a suburb. So, and it was kind of like cordoned off a bit by like roadworks and stuff. So how, how long have they been in Australia for? I'm not sure. Like, Cause, you know, COVID-19. Like, we've, what's going we've on? We've gone for a day. Like, I'm talking 5.30am till 4.30pm. 4, 4 One get, scene? Oh, probably to get 30 to 60 seconds of film out. Like, How does it take that long, man? The, oh, because it was a pretty complicated scene, but I'll tell you what, the budget that these guys would have to have to be able to film something like this is insane. By the time you pay all the extras... Close the street off. Oh, so you got paid, man. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I couldn't get paid. How, how much was it? A lot? Like, I think I got four or five hundred bucks out of the day. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. Dollars. And so, I'm how like, far did you run? If you had to do that many takes, how many takes did you do? We clocked up about 10k running during the film shoot. But you're only in it for like 20 seconds. We, they filmed the same scene so many times, and we'd just be running around this block and running backwards and running So, you're in like a group? You're in like a group? Yeah. 
Uh, but like, are you in you yourself? Are you in like of Plain that spot. group? Are you in the best spot? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few scenes where I'm like right up the front, dropping everyone. <laughs> a few scenes. A few scenes in that twenty second batch. Yeah, it depends what they decide to use. I don't know what if they're going to use all of it or what. But imagine suspect- if the scene gets cut and it's like a deleted scene. Oh, heartbreak. If, they, if that's the case, they can send it all to me and then I'll make my own Netflix series about myself. <laughs> make a documentary about how extras get, constantly get stitched up. Let's see, let's see, I was talking to one of the other guys in there. We literally go at like 3 p.m. If we don't get on TV, we're going home. We're suing. That's that's actually crazy. So when is it? Do you know when it comes out? Um, I'll find out for you. Let me have a look. Just, just, just message. Let's... Just give... Josh Gatter ring. Can you get him on the potty? Can you get Isla Fisher and Josh Gatter on the podcast? I would love to. And it's a bit of a long shot, but I could try. Oh, send it. you got to send it. Even if you oh. can't get him on the podcast, just like, get like a voice message or something. Just get him. Just get so Josh Gad. Just get a, a message of a voice memo from each of them being like, shout out to the red milk crepe. No, no, no. Get Josh Gad to do it in his Olaf voice. And get really Isla Fisher... Get Isla Fisher to say, wow, 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 I'm married to Borat, Red Milk Red Podcast. I like, I five. I like. Red Milk Red Podcast is very, very nice. Some, sometimes I like to listen to podcasts, and then sometimes I always listen to podcasts. Oh. Borat is a classic, man. Nah, honestly, cat. If you can get that, that'll blow the podcast up. I reckon if we get, well, imagine if we could get Borat on it, on it. Yeah, honestly, we can now. Now that you're, now that you're best friends with Arla Fisher. Connections, connections. It's a bit of a stretch, but I mean, she is still my second best friend on Snapchat now. Sure. What What you got to do is is take all these new acting gigs, slowly build up, and slowly take the podcast with you, and then you get offered a job with Matt Damon and George Clooney in Ocean's Twelve, and then be like, "No thanks, I'm recording a the Red Milk Crate podcast." <laughs> and then and then, and then there'll be massive headlines. They'll be like, "Kieran Tall turns down massive movie offer. Why? Because of Red Milk Crate podcast." And everyone's like, "What's Red Milk Crate podcast? Let's go listen to it." And then the next minute, Matt Damon and George Clooney and Borat will all be on the podcast. All the podcast. Wow, this is huge. I, want, I just want to know where Paramore Holland is, though. Honestly, he's being a bitch. Actually, I just got a Snapchat from him. Oh, Jack, no. While, while we're Apple. solving this mystery, can we get a stream check? Like, how many streams have we been having? Because I know a lot of the boys at the footy club, are, I don't know if they are listening to it, but a lot of the boys at the footy club are talking about listening to it. Yeah. Shout out to Shock Football Club. We call Adrian Connor Hartshorn and O'Leary brothers, Mitch and Josh. We call Adrian Potter listening to it. We what? We call Adrian Potter listening to it. Oh, Adrian Potter! Gotta get Adrian Potter on the Yeah, podcast. he made he made a joke. <laughs> he made a joke out of it, but then he couldn't help himself and he mentioned something really specific about one of the episodes, so yeah. he, he definitely <laughs> yeah. listened. Like he actually liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he liked um he liked how you have all these girl problems, Adam. Oh, that's a classic. Get him on. Yeah. He, he's engaged now. Is he married yet? Have they he had is. the wedding? Uh, they're married. Oh, so he's no. engaged. I'd like to mention one of my mates has I got a got a good misdemeanor about one of my mates. I got a Snapchat from the man himself, Bog Dog Exclusive, walking home from a night out, and he was so far away and so drunk. 
that they wouldn't let him in an Uber or a taxi or anyone's car, and that he's just sent he's just sent me about thirty videos of him walking home, and he doesn't get home till about eight or nine a.m. in the morning. And he's, he's, I think it took him two and a half hours or three hours to walk home, and he literally just sent. I got a video of there's a security video of him falling in the bushes. That is so good. Ish. So yeah, Foggy had a bit of a big one a few days ago. So yeah, I do I do worry for that kid. If you're listening to this, Foggy, um, stay safe. Um, Where'd you get Foggy on as well? I'm going to get Foggy and his mate Luke the... Someone say it. The... Fuck! McCutcheon on there. So if you're listening to this, Luke Bike McCutcheon, you know what to do. Jump on the podcast. And if anyone else that's special or interesting wants to get on this send us a message we are always open to having new people on here as guests yeah i will say too there are a lot of boys at the footy club who who want to come on but a lot of them are all talk so who knows if they want to actually you got to have someone if you've got anyone i know give us your pitch um no a lot of the older boys really a lot of it they're like taking the piss out of it but it's like well, you must be listening then. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> you know what? That, that, here's my misdemeanor. A few weeks ago, uh, a few of the older lads trying to chat a bit of lip about the potty. And I was like, well, joke's on you because I've just turned two bucks into 54 on a multi that just got up. And later that same afternoon that my multi got up, I got a meet, I won the meat tray at the pub off my first ticket. So it's like... Talk as much shit about the potty as you want. You can sugma, like literally got a meat tray and my multi got up. Ligma sugma, like you know, balls, balls really. Like, um, <gasps> wait, quick update, completely unrelated topic. I've just remembered. Um, I just want to mention uh, about Dowdy's eating challenge. Sunday, July eighteenth, Jura Shack, Glenelg, be there, be square. Everyone welcome. Kato, Thomas Dowd, Kamar Holland. Jack and I hosting Dylan Drake will be there, I presume. Um, so we went there a couple of weeks ago, and so Dowdy's challenge is to eat two ABs. I finished. I was the first person in our group to ever order the large AB, and I finished the large AB. I finished it in about an hour because it was exactly massive. that's my point. No, but I finished it, man. I stubbed it. And it was, it was bare minimum, minimum one and a half regular ABs, minimum, if not two, if not two. It was huge. Get fucked. Get no, fucked. No, no, you, you're just two. jealous. You're just jealous. No one's yeah, ever ordered jealous. the large. No one's I could finish the large 20 ABs in an hour. And I finished hour. it. <laughs> <laughs> I could finish 20 in an hour. So, <laughs> no, you couldn't, man. You could finish two, barely. <laughs> so, how's your training going? Um, look, how's your training going? I'm just tapering. Have you any large ABs? Didn't fucking think so. Anyway, yeah, you're tapering. No, I'm not telling you if you're gonna talk to me like that. So that's alright. You could be a little bitch. I need your little regulars. Talk to me when you can oh, eat a large, man. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's just not part of my character. It's almost like, like you don't have a large in you. It's like, can you not? Can you not stomach a large, or are you just I a little regular bitch? Wait, regular. can you just remind us how long did it take you to finish your large? 
How long did it take you to finish your your two ABs in your first one? Oh wait, you didn't finish. You didn't finish at all. I took it home and ate so it's it. like the next day, brother. Actually, that I've was got, longer than an hour. I've got another good um, idea. So Adam was thinking about getting a tattoo, and I was like, "Yeah, listeners, bloody DM the podcast of what tattoo I should get. I don't know what to get. I'm thinking about it. Who knows?" And I came with a great uh, with a great idea. If I finish this challenge, the two ABs, he has to get the Euros Shack logo tattooed on his arm. But what is the Euro, the Euros Shack doesn't really have a logo though? That's the thing. Yes, it does. What's the oh, logo? I'm sure. Just... I don't know. I don't know that. Make... <laughs> I reckon that would no, make I don't... It super interesting. And no, I think I, I actually listen to that. I've got a listener question for all of you. Um. If we're going to pick someone different every week and we're going to vote on what tattoo they should get. So, for example, we might say to the listeners, here's Jack Hunter, what tattoo should he get? Or here's Kieran or here's Daddy, here's Adam. Um, here's we do, I can Jack should get um, Dogecoin tattooed like, on his back. The issue is tattoos are super expensive, man. Only if you're broke. <laughs> Jack. Jack. Love your work, mate. All yeah. good. Please buy my album. Please buy it. <laughs> and on that, this is a side note. AHLE are releasing an album. It's called Running Out of Time. It's the 2021 hit album of the year. Go buy it on iTunes. You search up AHLE. It's there. Boom, bang. Go pre-order. We're going number one. We went number two last year or New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, we're going to take over the music industry, uh, fuck some shit up, uh, 16 tracks, so over 40 minutes long, got features from K-Tool, lots of people, uh, hit it up, bye. All right, so like, if we're talking, let's give Kale for example. Has anyone got a shit cool bag all the week? Kale's uh, a weasel. Oh, weasel. You're a little weasel. <clears throat> um, wait, I actually did have one. A good, a good cool shit cool. I meant more shit cool, bad cool. Um, uh, so me and Adam, we went to watch a movie the other night, um, Conjuring 3. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. <clears throat> and we, like, we were just thinking, like, this was, like, a really good movie. Like, it was scary whilst also a good plot. And we are thinking there are very few horror movies that do that, that have the both good plot and scary. I, I I don't I wasn't part of that conversation. I just want to say. Oh, okay. What you didn't um, like it? Um, or? I don't know enough. I haven't seen enough horror movies to to um discuss that. And also, what are people's thoughts? Has anyone here seen the the Bubba Duck? I saw. I did see another one last night called Brahms Two. Brahms Two. Has anyone heard of Bubba Duck? Because Adam's yeah. dad is hyping this movie up like it's the best thing ever made. I've heard about it. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Like, I know re- roughly what it's about. Maybe you should watch the trailer live on stream. All right. Who's putting oh. it up? While we're, while we're finding it's not that Netflix. Trailer, boys, while, while we're finding that trailer, I might say I watched a movie about this doll called Brahms. And go watch it. It's actually quite interesting. But, like, I reckon if you watch that by yourself on the wrong night, you would struggle to sleep, I must say. I'm not going to spoil it. I found it. I have seen. I have seen this Bubba Duck thing. I have heard of it. 
Not blood donor week. Oh, we've been Become a ad. donor and make a change for life. Next, next, next Netflix watch party. Tonight? Tonight? Yes. Tonight. Oh, I've got a Rocket League stream to get to. Don't we, Adam? All right, yeah, I'm okay. playing. Wait, okay. <laughs> I'm going to play. This is the uh, Bab Dad book. wants to actually watch it with us. Where'd you get this? On the shelf. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. A rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. <laughs> That's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. Nothing bad's gonna happen, Sam. Did he think that about my dad before he died? He sees things as they are, that one. I promise to protect you if you promise to protect me. Oh, my God. Did he hurt anyone? The boy has significant behavioural problems. This monster thing has got to stop, all right? It's just a book. It can't hurt you. Spoiler alert, I think it's going to hurt him. Aww. <laughs> has to know exactly what's going on like they can't just leave it like they'll hear something and they'll yeah. be like i better go check what that is have, have, yeah like, no like you don't <laughs> you don't have if to. i had a basement and i heard some weird shit going on down in there i would sell the house and <laughs> move to Corey with kieran <laughs> exactly like, no one ever just leave no one ever just goes oh this house is haunted I should probably just live here for the next, like, three months and walk around until I get stabbed to death. Like, I'm not going to, like, call the police or, like, call the SWAT team or burn the house down or leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so annoying, very logical. It's like, like, it's like the people that, like... Or, like, something like, something terrible happened. It's like, literally, there's people that go in these horror movies every single time, oh, there's, there's like, screaming and something huge running around in the basement. It's probably, like, a serial killer or, like, something... Met- 
you know, not of this world. I'm just going to walk in with no torch, no weapons in the dark by myself when there's like five other people in this house and there's like a bunch of knives in the kitchen, a shotgun and flashlight. Or even better, you could just leave the house. No, nah, because it's like those would you rather's. It's, it's a crazy idea. You could just remove yourself from the situation. Yeah, but it's like... That'd be something. I see that. But what happens if there's something in the forest too? Then it makes it interesting. Yeah, well, then you're kind of cornered. Then you're dead anyway, so it doesn't really matter what you do. Just stay in, stay in bed. Come on, where's the positivity? Facts. Outrun them. Well, so <laughs> every time every time anything happens in a horror movie, the character's like, hmm, let's investigate. It's like, no. Like, what do you... No, you don't. You don't have to investigate. You could just leave it. Or they're in bed and they just like, what the fuck? see them go, oh, there's a noise, and they just start tiptoeing around the house like, I can't see, let's not put a flashlight or carry a gun or anything. Yeah, sorry. Guys. What's up, Mum? Okay, good night. Everyone on the podcast, say good night to Dad. My dad's going to sleep. No. Good night, Dad. <laughs> good night, Mr. and Mrs. Toll. Good night, guys. Um... If you, if any listeners want to send some good night messages to my parents, that'd be much appreciated. What's their at? <laughs> What's their Instagram? Yeah, one thing we do need on the podcast is more listener engagement. Do we have any listener DM? More listener engagement. Stephen Hawking's captured Adam. <laughs> I do that actually. Was my end. I no, I have listener Am questions. I back now? Yeah, 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 I have listener oh, questions. Did we hear what I said at all, or do I have to repeat that? We need more listener engagement. Oh, yeah. Do we have any listener questions, Hunter? Yeah, let me just scroll my phone. I I, I asked, like, two weeks ago when we were meant to film now. While we are standing by, I'll just quickly plug um, this month. I'm doing the push-up challenge in the month of June to raise awareness for um, men's mental health. Uh, so I'm doing 3,318 push-ups which is the number of Australian lives lost to suicide in 2019. So I'm doing those push-ups over 25 days, about halfway through the challenge at the moment. I've done, I think, 1,807 so far this month and raised um, a bit over $100. So the link is on my Facebook page, Adam Layden, if you could suss that, um, listeners, and please go and donate to the cause. All proceeds go to the Push for Better Foundation, which helps... uh, organizations like lifeline and headspace um and let's really start talking about our mental health guys and um oh. yeah i'm gonna pump out those these push-ups this month lfg thanks jack for donating oh, i might say on that this if, we, if this is if we want to bleep this out later jack go for it but i think jack and i did talk about this having a mental health segment on the podcast where we actually check in with all of us here every week and we open up to listeners and we even get either a mental health expert or someone that wants to share their story on the podcast and if this is being left here to listen to our listeners what do we think of that and does anyone have anything to say any ideas because i think mental health is something that is really overlooked and it's something that we could be at the forefront of because there aren't many podcasts that focus on mental health and especially men's mental health because what you see is watching statistics today and men are the most vulnerable to suicide like 75 percent of suicides or something are male and males get the least help out of anyone so i think we really need to try and be at the forefront of the change there to be fair are you i just this question are you sure it's males that don't get help or males that don't seek help it's a bit of both because there's a big difference there Uh, there's 
there's, there's both. Um, I'm being really starkly honest there. There's males that do not get the help that they ask for. And there's also males that don't ask because they are either scared of asking or don't know how to ask. Mm. And there's also, I, I just think we need to focus on doing better for everyone. Like, like there are obviously the people here, obviously I'm, we're all great people here. We all help each other. But I think we need to try and promote a, I, I guess, a culture of really trying to support and focus on mental health for men. Well, that, that is exactly why I'm doing this challenge, Kieran. And so today is day 14 of the challenge, day 14 of 25. And so I had to do 130 push-ups today, which I've already done. And today's focus, which I have a different focus for every day, is talking about food and mental health and how eating healthier food can help with your mental health. So, um, yeah, basically, guys, eat your fruit and veg. And that can, if you're living a healthier lifestyle, that can be better for you. So that's one thing that you might not have thought about when you think about mental health is what you eat. But there's something that can help. If you're eating healthier, you might feel a bit better about yourself. So there's something. There's stuff to talk. There's no point just doing the push-ups without talking about it and raising money about it. So good point, Karen. And good, good on you, Adam, for doing that. I think... I think we can use use push-ups, we can use podcasts, we'll use the resources we have available to us to try and do some good. 100%. And now that now that the podcast is going to blow up, because you know Josh Gad and Isla Fisher, it's just going to go to the moon. Yeah. Dogecoin, the podcast, everything's going to the moon. Facts. Anyway, back to the original yeah. point, Hunter, do we have any listener DMs? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, awesome. Uh, so this one's from... I'll go with Rory's first. And he said orange juice Shout with Rory. orange juice with pulp or no pulp. With with always like with. like not an absurd amount, you know, you want a balanced yeah. amount of pulp. But you see yeah. if I just have if I have no pulp, I feel like I'm just drinking flavored water and it's like yeah. like cordial. Uh, yeah, like but like that's just not it. I yeah. want to taste the orange in my orange juice. Otherwise it's just otherwise it's just juice. Because yeah. then it's just orange, it's just orange coloured juice, not best, orange the fruit juice. The best orange juice is freshly squeezed orange juice that you almost like you make it yourself. Yeah, well said. Because that's what we've got the most nutrients Clap emoji. Tastes pretty good too. Clap emoji. Praise emoji. <laughs> Hunter, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, with because I feel like the without it's probably more processed and probably fake. Yeah. Oh, no doubt there. Forwards, and if you're getting it in a bottle, if you're buying it like as in like if you're like a little bottle, um, you gotta always shake it up to get the pulp off the bottom because you never want like a, a pulp thing at the bottom. That's no good. You want it throughout. You want it consistent. Yeah. So there's right. a trap for young players there. <laughs> Uh, Dowd, uh, your cousin Olivia Dowd has asked, "What's your favorite movie slash TV show at the moment?" So of at the moment, not oh. like historically, but now. At the moment. At the moment, I oh, I'm watching the Bad Batch on um, Disney Plus, which is so far so good. I've watched the first episode of the Loki show. That's really good. I'm like loving both of those. Um, I'm also binging on Netflix Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, up to the start of season two of that. That's going great. Uh, favorite movie at the moment? Um, 
gee, there's a lot, lot of great movies. Um, uh, a couple of my favourites are The Dark Knight, obviously, classic. Um, and less well-known movie called Rush, starring um, Chris Hemsworth and... I've seen that. Daniel, Daniel Brühl, about the famous F1 rivalry of the... 70s, yeah. 80s, I think, between James Hunt and Nicky Lauder, based on a true story. Inspirational movie. Great that film. I think it's on Netflix at the Ford moment. Ferrari? No, no, no. Was that? No. It's between I James Hunt and Nicky Lauder called Rush. Great film. I think it's on Netflix at the moment. True story. Inspirational. Also, another movie I watched a couple of weeks ago, Straight Out of Compton. Watched it for the second time on Netflix. Great film. That's me done. Who's next? Uh, I think my favourite movie that comes to mind at the moment would have to be Moneyball. That's like that baseball movie. It's um, a, the Oakland A's. No. <clears throat> Needing to build a team from... Pretty star-studded lineup, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Jason Giambi. Giambi. Anyway. Um, and favourite TV show would probably have to be The Last Dance at the moment. That just never misses a beat. We've watched it soundtrack, four times. I've seen it like five times, yeah. Inspirational, soundtrack is beast. MJ's a king. You know how it'd be. It's probably it at the moment. And Cars is just always my favourite movie. Oh, no doubt, yeah. No questions. See, there are, there, there are, I do have a lot more favourite movies, but... Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll be here all day. That's it. <laughs> all night, for that matter. All right. Okay, Joel. All right. Um... My favourite TV series at the moment is Peaky Blinders. I've been loving that. Um, just, I mean, there's a lot to it, but it's just entertaining. Like, there's so much happening. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. I love the, the like, the characters themselves are both very likeable and relatable and they've got a lot to learn off them. Um, movies. Oh, I mean, I did watch Borat 2 a while back and that was pretty funny. Wasn't it? I've heard mixed reviews about that movie. I, I mean, I li- I liked it. There were some boring parts, but I think it was quite funny overall. Like, I enjoyed the movie. Other than that, ooh, maybe Ford vs. Ferrari. Like, I'm enjoying some of the car movies lately. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Fast, Fast and Furious 9 Fury. coming out soon. I think there's too many Fast and Furious. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 100%. No doubt at all. They need to stop. There was way too many after 3, man. <laughs> I've never... And about the cars, too, about, like... I don't know, chemical warfare. And it's just, it's just like they're trying to, like, they've found something that works and that's literally just like they're trying to string it out and milk it, milk the no, shit. They are, though. They literally are. Like, I don't... But the thing is, I don't think they're hiding that anymore, which I respect. Because I feel like between, movie, like, movies seven and eight, they were kind of trying to hide it, the fact that they were just being dumb. But I think now at number nine, and I'm pretty sure they're making a tenth, um, I'm pretty sure now they're kind of just owning it. They're like, yeah, we're, we're going to go to space and it's just going to be stupid. I'll send this classic meme that I found a couple days ago into the chat about Fast and Furious. I saw a Um, meme about Fast and Furious the other day as well. It was was like the most common phrase ever said is what Fast and Furious is it when? (laughs) Wait, what? Don't worry. Here's the meme I just sent to the chat. (laughs) And it it says, just for the listeners, it says... Universal reportedly wants a Fast and Furious and Jurassic World crossover because you know what these dinosaurs can't stop? Family. Because everything in a Fast and Furious movie just always comes back to family. 
everyone because Dom Dom Dominic Toretto doesn't have friends. He's got family. It's all about family in Fast and Furious movies. He doesn't even have cars, bro. He's just got family. Everything's literally family the, like no. That. The cars are family. The cars the Dodge, are family. That, that that Dodge Charger is family. It is family. Everything's family. The naturally aspirated V8. Of course, it's family. Exactly. Facts. Hunter, what about you? What are you watching at the moment? Uh, I can't say I watch uh, anything. Oh, mate! I know you pay for OnlyFans memberships. Stop capping. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, the last time I watched um through a couple of TV shows was like the end of last year, and that was Avatar, like um Adam. Uh, the Midnight Gospel. That was one. That's on Netflix. Um, bit different, but good. Also, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a classic favourite of mine. And anyone who likes Star Wars, if you think you like Star Wars, but like Thomas told you, if you think you like Star Wars, but you don't watch Clone Wars, like, I, I like, I don't, like, who are you? Like, literally, leave. We are true Star Wars fans. No, you're yeah. not, because yeah. you haven't seen Clone Wars, so shut up. I haven't seen watch Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. You is haven't Clone Wars any good, I have. Any good? Worth watching? Yep. Is it worth actually watching, though, like, the many hours you have to put into it? Yeah, I, I, I've watched pretty much all of the Star Wars content you can, and I've enjoyed all of it. Same. I've watched everything ever. I've watched all yeah. Rebels, all Clone Wars, all Mandalorian. Now I'm up to date in Bad Batch. Are you watching Bad Batch, Karen? I, have, I haven't yet. Oh, well, get on my level, really, I guess. I've seen Mandalorian. I've watched a lo- okay, I'll rephrase that. I've watched a lot of Star Wars, Wars content. Like, I haven't quite got around to the Mandalorian yet, but I have watched... A lot of the Star Wars stuff. The one thing I did watch actually before my race on Sunday, I watched the most up to date Star Wars Star Wars movie. Rather Star Skywalker. Know. Yeah, that was pretty average. Yeah, I got. I, I've got to be honest. I got a bit bored during that. Have you seen I... Rebels? Oh, you have. Oh, lad, good man. Underrated, I reckon. Underrated show. Yeah. I don't get how with the graphics they have now. How the Light, lightsaber fights have gone downhill. How? I don't think it's about graphics, though. I think it's about choreography. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's just shit that's, out. Oh, that's very true. It's freaking poor, really. What? Oh. Like, but why does Ray... Ray holds the lightsaber so weird, man. Like... Yeah. Like, hold it normally, man. Like, think about, like... Think about physics, man. Think about leverage, yeah, but you every, want to hold it like a tennis racket, man, like at the, or like a baseball bat. Like you don't every hold Jedi, it like this, man. Like, what are you doing? Russell, every Jedi has their little like thing grip. Like, yeah, yeah, like so it's just stuff. like naturally shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about the sequels anymore because that'll go down a whole different path. Do we have any other DMs, Hunter? Um, uh, Kyle Mahalan asks, "Why is Kyle so hot?" He's not. Well, he's not. <laughs> he's not here. If he was in the podcast room, maybe he'd be a little bit sexy, but like he's not here. Yeah. Mm, bit Which cold. he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't said why yet either. Bit so. cold at the True. moment. Um, Joe Cross asks, "What's the best race slash sports match you've been a part of?" Won the under 18s premiership last year for Shocks. Kicked it off in the boundary. Best moment of my life. Um, I'd say undefeated season as well. Play on. I'd say there's been a few um track races like Zatapec when Stewie broke the Australian record. To be part of that was pretty special. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, even just like it's underrated. Noosa Bolt. 
the crowd there is insane, and and it, and it really puts on display tactics because it's a four lap five k course. So you're doing a lot of U turns. There's a lot of tactics come into it. I reckon that's a really cool race. Mm. Interesting. We need more. We need more five k road races that are like properly competed in because I think that's great for viewing. Yeah. Also, bring back night races on the road. I reckon it would be sick to have a night race on the road. Facts. Like, through the city. Yeah. Actually, me and Jack did, like, the Red Bull relief run. That was at night, and that was actually, like, pretty cool. Well, it's, like, the slowest or, like, least competitive but still competitive road race for for an amateur runner who hasn't trained in, like, four months whose name may or may not be Adam Layden. City of the Probably Bay. City of the Bay. All right. But that's not competitive, though, really. Well, it is, I guess, because you do win money if you win. But I don't think I'm going to win it. Maybe, yeah. Oh, you're okay. looking for, like, an underground kind of thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we Who start knows? our own. It just seems cool. Red milk crate fun run. <laughs> but, like, not fun, like, competitive, but, like, only a little bit. Runs. Jared, would you like to see, like, um... Uh, Kieran, what you're saying that you like win money if you win XC races through yeah, like um, it's more road races in New South Wales. Oh. So yeah, if, if you're winning, if you're winning major road races in New South Wales and Tasmania, and sometimes Queensland, I don't know about in the other states. Probably Victoria, yeah. you are winning money. Like I know for a fact, pretty much all the races I've been in have had money in them this year on the road in New South Wales, and there's some awesome ones in Tasmania as well. Your state yeah. ten? Did you get money for that? Yes, sir. Mm. Anyone want to do a trail run with me? I want to do a trail run. Come around my way. Plenty of good trails. Terry Hills. We do trail house. runs, but not races. I want to do a trail run race. I think it'd be fun. Probably not. Actually, I bought a pair of trail shoes the other day. What did you get? <laughs> wild horse, Nike wild horse. So Ooh. comfy. I've got the peg trails. They're pretty good. They're pretty good, yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about your race, Kieran, and then shall we wrap it up? Yeah, I'll give it a quick rundown. Um, race along to ten on Sunday. It was a nice little quick turnaround. Um, shout out to the event organisers. They really, <laughs> really looked after me, and they were really good to me. Um, so like that, the Richard Welsh, Welshy, um, and the team at Epic Events and Marketing. They are really good to their athletes and the people that do their races. They're both really good at what they do in organising the race and they're both, and they really look after you and they're great people. So shout out to them. Um, didn't have my best day on Sunday. I was kind of hoping to win and run a pretty quick time. Um, didn't quite pan out. I've been a bit tired the last few weeks and just wasn't my day. I still ended up coming third, which for a bad day is a pretty decent effort. But, you know, a bit of a lesson. You can't always come away with what you want. Sometimes your body just isn't there, even if you're, getting fitter and going well it just wasn't my day but yeah shout out that was to a- Kane who won that he deserved that and ran really well yeah that was a close third though wasn't it like i saw some pictures and you were like head to head just about but who did come oh dan of course dan um, yeah dan canal yeah no that was cool very nice run especially yeah. Yeah, if you weren't yeah, I, I kind of felt from the start, like I knew, because I was looking down my watch and going, this feels harder than it should. I was, it's an easier yeah. course, and I was running, I ran faster at Sydney 10, and it's a slow course, so it was just one of those days where you go, look, my body didn't wasn't having it today, I did my best with what I could. 
Yeah. You can't, at the end of the day, you can't be mad at yourself when it's out of your control. It's just I've had a lot of work on and had a lot of things going on in my life and no excuses. It just happens. You can't always be at your best every day. Facts. Well said. Less than a minute, guys. Yeah, Adam, do you want to wrap it up? Kobe quote. Kobe quote. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Kobe Bryant. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Wow. That's the wrap up. Thanks, guys. Let's go. Follow me. All these snitches calling me. All your girls be calling me. No, don't like you. Agree to disagree. I'm proud of this and I'm proud of me. Open doors, my devotees got these expertise. Follow me, all these snitches calling me, all your girls be calling me.